Podcast, Episode 2, featuring actor Taylor Takahashi, lead star of Boogie, which is out now. Uh, we talk about Asian representation, talk about his origin story, basketball, and just the culture at large. And, um, you know, uh, we get into a lot, of, uh, a lot of fun topics about how basketball and you know the asian american story and the lens is, is, is telling these stories and how important, important it is for representation so check it out please uh, subscribe and share and hope you enjoy this one all right man knowledge podcast episode two i am so honored and blessed again to uh keep this going man and um we're here in Los Angeles. It's so, uh, it's really nice little spot we got here, huh? It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> it's a cool little spot. I got to give a quick shout out before we get everything started to uh, the Next Layer uh, team, man. You know, Ivan, Raul, Kyle, and Ryan, man, just kind of putting everything together. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful setup. But uh, Yeah, well done, guys. Yeah, man. So I got to get into this because we got... You know, I'm very, very lucky to get you, you know, to, to, to introduce you a little bit. You know, we have, you know... Uh, you know, entrepreneur, uh, uh, <laughs> creative, right? Uh, owner, right? Uh, but of course, go. even, you know, and in, in, in the newest uh, layer, the newest added uh, feature, uh, you know, actor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In, in, a, in a lead role, major film. Yeah, man. You know, so again, I'm, I'm super honored to be here uh, to introduce Taylor Takahashi, man. Thank you for being here, man. No, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. You know, just to be here, kind of the full circle moment we've been talking about. And you know, and I got to start off with this kind of conversation because it's, um, again, it's kind of like NJS, New Jersey Sets is kind of, you know, this knowledge podcast is a lot, an extension, right, of, of the brand and about the ways that basketball has kind of brought a lot of things together, right? And so you said it full circle and we'll, we'll get into a lot of these things about how we got it, got here. Yeah, and I, we yeah. gotta, I got to start by saying how amazing this is because... I've actually known you without knowing you, right? Yeah. Since 2017, I look back. Yeah. 2017 yeah. and, um, you know, going into the brand, you mm-hmm. know, I got an email and, you know, I was like, cool, who's, you know, whatever. I, just the way this I This guy asked too many goddamn questions is what went so through So many head questions, sure. but, you know, and I was like, man, you know what? Those guys <laughs> persistent. Yeah. So I said, you know what? This is what we do. Yeah. This is how much it costs. This is mm-hmm, what we do. Mm-hmm. So, so real quick, I mean, you know, you got, uh, you got your clothing brand. Yeah. Um, and, and we actually did a bunch of uh, different basketball shorts for you. Exactly. And, exactly. And I think that's so cool because, and at the time it was like, you know, we treat everyone the same. It's just mm-hmm. like whoever it is, big brand, small brand, no name, big name, whoever. Mm-hmm. Whoever comes across, we, we try to do our best to help, right? And so mm-hmm. it was so cool to, to see it. And so what happened was, how this happened was, I uh, obviously I follow, you know, the hoop community. Yeah. And so I'm like, like oh, okay, this movie looks cool, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, so, you know, we'll get into the movie Boogie, right? Mm-hmm, we're going mm-hmm. to talk about it. We got, we got to get into it. So, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, look at this movie. This, this movie looks dope, right? Eddie Huang, I'm a huge fan of his and mm-hmm. just kind of going, and I'm like, starring Taylor Takahashi. I was like, hold up. <laughs> so I go into my email yeah. and I'm like, this is the, this is the same dude. Like, no, I know this dude. And I'm like, that's cool. So, you know, I went ahead and just kind of like, kind of put the pieces together and just kind of see the journey, right? So I definitely want to know like how it started because Again, you know, you're, you're, you're in a, you know, feature film, mm-hmm. you know, lead role, not even, not even, you know what I'm saying? On the, uh, like a supporting man, this, yeah. is, this is your movie. For sure. So I, I gotta know, man, you gotta talk to, talk to us about like your basketball story. I mean, like, I think it all starts there and I think from there we can get to a lot of different things, but man, like what's your basketball story? Like, like tell me what that is. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of what I mentioned to you on the patio a little bit, like I've been, I've been playing basketball since I could, I could walk, mm-hmm. you know, a, a basketball has been in my hands um, since a young, like early age. And I fell in love with the game. <clears throat> I didn't really know why. Um, I think for me, it was just introduced, you know, through my older brother, My both my parents played. Um, and it was just always something that it felt like a, a testing ground. Basketball court was like a testing ground um, as well as a battleground, you know, to go yep. against people. And, you know, for me up until, uh, you know, throughout high school, it was always something that, you know, being a five foot eight, five foot nine Asian kid, um, although there was a lot of Asian hoopers, it was just not a lot of, you know, oh, I want to go get a scholarship. But that was kind of my 
that was my goal. You know, my goal right. was to go, you know, play, uh, you know, get a scholarship somewhere, play overseas. And then, you know, when you're a little, little kid, it's like, you know, you get the slam posters on your wall and you're like, yeah, I'm trying to get one of those. You know what I mean? I want to yeah, wear a jersey yeah, yeah. Um, and make it to the league. Um, and for me, just basketball has been such an important part of my life. And, you know, the court, uh, friends, um, everything, just the, the, the game itself um, has always been, you know, as I've gotten older, I, I've noticed that it's becoming something way bigger than just the game. Mm-hmm. And I had this switch when I was like 20, 21, 22, where it was just like, I can see basketball is, is, is shifting from this ultra competitive sport for me into something that is going to hopefully, you know, it, it's just going to be a place where I, I'm going to foster relationships and build bonds with people. And, you know, it was hard to say, you know, quote unquote, goodbye to the game and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's slowly, it's, it's aged nicely, um, for me, it's almost like a wine, but you know, high school for me was probably, you know, I don't want to say I peaked in high school. I, I heard but, you were kind of nice though. But, uh, Talk on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So high school, I mean, when I, when I came, you know, I had my, my brother's five years older than me and you know we went to the same high school but we had that gap um Mm -hmm. you know there wasn't the year where we got to play together and so I'm kind of coming in and into his shoes and you know my brother my brother plays like like Steve Nash Rajon Rondo he likes to set people up and so being a little brother like our backyard basketball was always you know shot clock coming down uh he kicks it to me um I hit a I hit a game winner and we walk off the court right it was that almost every night in our backyard and so I naturally drifted more towards scoring as I did to like setting people up and playing like a true point and so coming into high school um you know I got the keys handed to me to just drive. And it was like, we see talent, you know, we're there. But for me, I was always itching for like, I want a coach that's really going to actually like coach me and teach me the game outside of just, you know, my brother or my parents or, you know, I had other mentors in the game. But it's like, I was so ready to learn without really knowing like you're ready to learn. And it was always just like, eh, we just want you to score without you, you know, without you scoring, we're not really going to compete. And so, you know, my freshman year, I made, I made the JV team. I was all hyped and, and you know, juiced. And then uh, halfway through the year, they bring me up to varsity and they're like, basically, we just want to like culture you, you know what I mean? Get you used to like the speed, get you used to the physicality, right. um, you know, so you're not wide eyed uh, when you actually step out there. And I'll never forget the first game I played, I played my JV game. So half the year I would play my JV game. Um, I would after after the game go change my jersey and I get right back in warm up lines for the for the varsity game. And <laughs> I had never seen like people double dipping like that, but that's dope. <laughs> Just for context, we're we're yeah. in Alameda High School. Alameda High. Gotcha. Alameda so anyone High. who doesn't know that's in the Bay Area. It's kinda it's, it's in the east part. So it's it's, Oak, it's near Oakland. It's it's near Oakland, Oakland, but it's not Oakland. It's not Oakland. We we self uh self proclaim ourselves as South Oakland. There there's 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 West Oakland, there's North Oakland, there's East Oakland, and we're South it's Oakland. It's kinda the nice part. Let's just be, <laughs> let's just be, let's just be keep it exactly. Keep it real. Keep okay. it real. There you go. Um, but but no, go ahead. So our, our school was known for for like baseball. That's what kind of like mm. the, the the city and the town of Alameda is kind of like a baseball city. They little league sports, all that is is huge there. And so basketball is kind of like it's like the ugly stepchild. You know, it's like no one talks. <laughs> they don't get about the funding, it. huh? No, okay, no. Nah, it, it's it's straight up yeah. no funding. Um, but yeah, so, you know, coming in and it was like, you know, freshman year, um, I'll never forget. We played Richmond, um, and Richmond had this dude, Wendell McClines, um, and his name was Eli, I forgot his last name. Uh, but Eli was like 6'10", he had a scholarship to Indiana, one of the nicest dudes I've seen like live just on a court and just Mm -hmm. to be like, wow, like I'm just watching. It's like, wow. Wendell went to, I think USF or UCSF, um, legitimately like he was kind of like the Zion of the Bay area, uh, not as tall, but just like a physical like specimen mm-hmm. where you're just like yo this dude is six six probably got a 40 inch vert you know 220 and he's just like he used to the the rumor on him was like he used to lift before playing and you're just like what the fuck like you know what i mean like he didn't care about his jumper at yeah all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get just, to the rim. just lift and yeah. you're just like yo you're just bulky um but just watching them as athletes and it was just like wow like this is a whole I, that's the first time I've seen like a difference between the, like a junior varsity game and a varsity game. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you have a lot to learn here, you know? And so I did that for half the year. And then come my sophomore year, it was basically just like, you know, it's your team now, you know? And our, our starting five was two, two, uh, two 
sophomores and three juniors and we had five seniors on the bench and they were like we're literally just trying to build y'all for that next year y'all get chemistry play with each other um you know do what you do and my sophomore year was probably my best year scoring and it was just what would you average i averaged i think 20 at one point i led the league at 28 and it, I think eventually dropped down like 22 to 25, something like that. But I was really out there at like five. I was the same same height, a little yeah. skinnier than I am now. Uh, but I was really out there just like getting buckets. But was it was it recruiting? Was it college recruiting at that time? Like when you were getting into like senior year and stuff like that? Senior year, I got some looks. Um, I remember at home, my mom, I, ca- I came home from school one day and there was a letter from Stanford and I was like, mom, scholarship in there. And I was like, just joking. Um, I opened it up. It's a, it's a, it's a letter, uh, from the, the coach at Stanford saying like, Oh, we, we, you know, we're interested. Um, uh, but you know, there's a list of all these classes I had to take and I was a junior and I was like, well, shit, I'm in like geometry, you know what I mean? But they're asking me yeah, for like, like AP, yeah, AP, yeah, they're asking yeah, me for probably. some calculus and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, it's not going to happen. But it, it showed me just like the standard of what, uh, like Stanford, athlete you know athletic scholarship is going to take and it was like wow this is a lot you know like this is, this is a lot that i was it's like a whole nother ball game you know it was like oh i thought it was just be good at basketball i'll get a scholarship you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but it really hit home the school portion of me and like school was never a a, a big beacon for me um i don't know what it was i don't know if it's a system or just like the days but like i was allergic to school for sure yeah. you know what i mean but um, you know, I got looks, uh, but the, my main thing I had, I had San Francisco state. I had like San Jose state, East Bay, kind of that whole little Bay area Bay community of, of hoops. Nucleus. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, knew, they knew about you. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I just want to get out. Like, I don't want to be here. Uh, I want to get out of here. Um, I'm, I want to like, you know, when you're eight, when you're 17, 18, you're just like, I want to get out the house. I want to get out the house. Like, you know, Bay sucks. Yep, um, yep. Same story, man. I, I grew up in San Francisco. So okay. in South city, right. As soon as I graduated, I was like, I'm out of here. That's yeah. why I went to LA. So yeah. is that, is that similar story like you're just like you know i'm out of here i was like oh, i'm out of here and i went down to san diego mm. um i went to a community college um there's there's three community colleges in san diego um there's miramar which is the one i went to there's like san diego city um and there's one i think like mission va or something like there's Did you some play there and so I, I played um, at Miramar. So I get there, I move down here. I'm with one of my basketball teammates. Uh, we move into an apartment, we get all set up. Um, and I came probably like three weeks before like school had actually started. And it was like optional to come, but it was like free open run basically for the, for the basketball team. And so I come, kind of doing my thing, um, you know, kind of scoping things out. And like, I'm not like one that's like, oh, I'm going to show up. And like, if things don't go my way, like I'm going to quit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not like that, but I show up and I was clearly better than the starting point guard. I'm just going to put it that way. And I was just like, I'm getting limited looks and limited minutes because the community college system is like, you're a senior at your second year and they want to get you out. Right. So they're trying to get you looks. And so like as a system, it makes sense. But as a player, I was like, I can't grasp that. Like I'm better. I'm doing what I need to do, but I'm not getting the time just because, you know, I'm technically underclassmen, Mm. you know? And so I was like, I just don't vibe with that system. And it was like the first time in, in basketball that I dealt with, like I'm the better player and I'm doing everything I can and I'm not getting, not necessarily rewarded by that, but it's just like, you know, I'm not getting the the opportunity that I think I'm like setting up for myself, you know, but it taught me, it taught me a lot, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and it was important to go through that. And I ended up moving back home because I was like, this isn't it. I'll do something back home. I don't want to waste money just being down here. And so I moved back to the Bay and dealt with, you know, foot injuries, ankle injuries. And, you know, I don't want to get too deep into the, 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 oh, I was injured bag, but you know, I, I legit have a, I still today, uh, my left foot has a, has a Jones fracture in it. And it's just like a hairline fractures right in the midfoot. It won't, it won't, um, it won't ever heal, huh? It won't ever heal. Yeah, it's just kind of, you just gotta either play through it or just kind of, yeah, just kind of give it up. But exactly. you're still hooping though. Still hooping. Still hooping. I, I will forever be hooping. Hooping is just exercise wise. It's just something for me that like, it's therapeutic um, so, to be out there. I, It'll never get out. Like we can't get rid of that bug. We're mm-hmm. always gonna want to hoop, right? Mm-hmm. So like, coming down here in LA, uh, kind of speak on this because I heard I heard the story that you know, leading up to how you got into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it true that you know you were playing? You were just 
playing pickup ball or playing in some of these rec leagues out in Monterey Park. Exactly. Right. And, exactly. And and that's kind of how it, it all started. Kind of like speak on that, man, because I think that's like a really interesting story about how basketball really just kind of brings things out and like you can find a lot of ways of your life through this game. A hundred percent. Follow that path down. So a hundred percent. Yeah. Talk talk on that. Yeah. So I'd been down here for probably like a year and a half in Orange County, and you know, back home in the Bay was always a hoop league. You know, it's just like Wednesdays at seven or, you know what I mean? Like Thursdays at 11 or Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning. Like I was always on some type of, of basketball run. And for me, it, it was, there's part, there's, there's one part that's basketball. And then there's another part that's like the social aspect to it and the people you meet um, and, you know, bonds and friendships you mm -hmm. get to form with it. And so when I moved down here, I didn't have that. And I was like, I'm really missing like that portion of life. Like I'm, I'm very happy. I'm settling down. I'm comfortable here. Uh, but I don't have a basketball league and that's kind of like pissing me off. There's only so much like yeah. going out to the park and shooting around that I really want to do, you know, and I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather go play for an hour um, and run up and down the court. And so I hit up my friend uh, who had come down here for USC for undergrad. Um, he'd been kind of set up and he, he was like, I knew he, he played. And I was just like, where are you playing at? And like, how can I sign up? Like, where do I got to go? And like, yeah. I don't have a team. I don't have like seven people so free agent, that want to run, but like, up, you know man. what I mean? But like, yeah. I got some schools, you know? Um, yeah. But he was like, hey, no, no, we, we're, we're playing in this league, Monterey Park. Like it's, it's cool competition. It's just Sundays. Um, it's fun. He's like, I know it's far for you. It's like an hour drive. Uh, but like, we'll make, we'll, like, we'll make a day of it. And you can come hang, you can chill you know we, we can we can grab food we do whatever and so um i had known that eddie had played with my homie before but i had no idea that he was going to be on the team and so the first day when i show up everyone's you know i walk into the gym we're the next game on everyone's on the the, the baseline putting their shoes on getting ready yeah. so i meet everybody and the last person i meet is eddie and same thing, like, as a, you know, I told him, I was like, as a, as a fan, you know, I'd watched Wong's World, I'd right, watched the right. Viceland show, uh -huh. I watched the original Fresh on the fresh Off the Boat on, Vi on uh, mm -hmm. YouTube, and I'm just, like, meeting this person that, like, I've kind of, you know, not idolized, but it's just, like, you know, I've understood a lot of what he's communicated to me. Yeah, this uh, a relate, you relate to him. Yeah. Right? And that's the that's yeah. cool thing about his work, is, like, a lot of us can relate to it in uh, so many ways. 100%. And so, so he's hooping on the team. He's hooping on the team, and so I, I, I shake his hand, yeah. and the first thing I wanted to ask him was just like, you know, I want to talk about food. I want to talk about, yo, what was Istanbul like? You know, what was this like? And, and, and really like dive into it. But I was like, it's also Sunday at like nine o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm sure he's not yeah. trying to talk about that. You know, right, he's just right, trying right. to play basketball. Um, he's here with the team. And so I was like, if, if he's going to be my teammate and you know, I'm not one to push on that, like I'll get my opportunity at some point to talk to him about food and basketball and life and whatever, you know, I could really get yeah. into that R real quick. I know, I know Eddie's a big Nick fan. Nick's yeah. Man. So who is he? Is he Anthony Mason? Is he John Ooh. Starks? Like who? Who is he? He's Mark Jackson. Ooh, he's, he's Mark he's Jackson for up? sure. A little yeah. shimmy. He's just he's got that like old post game because at his at his age he's just like yeah. he knows himself. Like he's got a high basketball IQ. Yeah. So he knows he's not gonna beat you with speed. But you know he's got like I don't know he's got that old wide body that's just like you know I'm gonna back you down I'm gonna try to wear you down. <laughs> hey, those Monterey Park Asian leagues though is is Asian league right? It is. It, it, it is. is. It's gotta be because you know, I used to play in those all day. I mean, shout out to my wife Jackie. That's how we met actually. Okay. Okay. So we met at playing ball in those Monterey Park leagues yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, like. I had to ask because, like, you know, it's just a casual run. Mm -hmm. But from there, it's like you guys started playing ball mm -hmm. and it kind of, like, led to a friendship, right? It did. So we, yeah. we, we started playing ball and then it turned into, like, now I'm part of the fantasy team that, that's, you know, the fantasy league that goes in there. Yeah. Uh, the team that go, you know, part of the crew that go gets food after. And then we just really started to just to hang, really. Um, and about, I think, like, a year. I think I've known him for, like, eight months at this point. And he invites me to 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 cook um at a at a crazy rich agents dvd release party and wow. of all things so so side side thing you're a chef i cook, cook. yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. cool I, I won't call myself a chef, chef. Okay. i just you like, don't you want to uh, disrespect if the anything yeah yeah you know what all i mean right, like I, got you. I enjoy food right 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 um i'm probably the best prep cook and in, in like sous chef in the world oh, okay. i'll say that oh, okay. but i ain't a chef chef you gotcha, know what i mean gotcha. I'm yeah, just, but it's all about the prep man the preparation is there key. to bah, 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 yeah, yeah, just yeah. learn cool really. so he invites you to cook at a uh pretty big party man it's probably gonna be like a listers there and all, all that whole it's stuff. like it was for all of the studio executive gotcha, people gotcha. and they were just celebrating like oh, our, our movies on dvd i guess i don't know but there was two yeah. seatings of about 80 people so like 150 160 people that were cooking for and so he invites me out and my you when I met Eddie I thought like 90% of his bag was through food 
Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he was so deep into the, I'd read his mm-hmm. books, but I had no idea he was into the entertainment and writing a movie. I had no right, idea right, right. at all. And so for me to be in the kitchen, like I always remember I came home, I like FaceTimed the homies and was just like, yo, boys, like I was in the kitchen with Eddie. Like this was crazy. He taught me how to make this, this and this. Like y'all got to come through and like, let's try it. Let's eat. And him and I look at food and basketball uh, very similarly. We we see the the bigger picture um, in both those in both those worlds, and understanding that like when you play basketball with somebody and how mm-hmm. someone plays basketball, we can kind of see how their tendencies are going to be as, as a person, as a human being. You know, someone right. who is going to take the ball and kind of be you know the the selfish, uh, you know, jack up every shot. Yep. Um, you know, we're like, okay, probably a selfish person. That's his tendencies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how you play is usually it kind of speak volumes for how you are as a person and and same thing with with food like you can only be in a kitchen with with people when it's hustle and bustle and Mm -hmm. things are crazy like you really have to rely on other people you know what i mean you got like six things going on and there's like you know shit's on the fire and something's over here you gotta plate this and like it takes a certain person uh to pair up with and to understand and the saying of like there's too many chefs in the kitchen is is really true because like when you have so many opinions there then it could just become scrambled eggs like it could just be and it doesn't work right 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 and there's people that understand it's the same thing as basketball team there's a role and I'm okay with being a a helper, a, a, a sous chef. I don't need Six to. Six man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't need to come in and be like, "This is mine." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I respect people that do come in. They're like, "This is mine," um, and I want to respect. You know, this is their food. This is what they want to taste like. It's a reputation. The whole the whole nine. Uh, but we basically met through food and basketball, and that's yeah. how we kind of built built a friendship. And you know, fast forward, I, I do another event with him uh, for Union, uh, the little clothing store, men's boutique store. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he brought me in. His, his 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 mom and dad came in. It was just us four cooking, and like that's the, my first real introduction into like Taiwanese culture. Um, and food has always been a way for me to connect with people. And it's something it's like that universal language. Yeah, and. After that event, it was it was December, uh, twenty eighteen, um, and he he calls me after the event, and it's just a Wednesday, and he's you know he calls me, he's like, "What's up, man? How you doing? Like, did you have fun?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, shit was really fun. Like, I appreciate you, you know, inviting me, and you know, the whole nine. And he's just like, "Yeah, man, like, you know, it's it's like twelve thirty, and he's like, "Yo, man, like, I think you'll be good at anything you do in life." And I was like, you know. Thanks, Eddie. But like, you know, what's like, what's really good? You know what I mean? Like, what you need, man? You need a favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What's next? You know? Um, But he was really just like, yeah, like, you know, I, I, I really think you'll do, you'll do well in life. And, you know, have you ever thought about working in the entertainment industry? And I was like, nah, like, yeah, hell no. I don't even know what I would even do. Like, what do you want me to do? Right. Um, So he starts telling me about it and he's basically like, you know, would you be interested in becoming, you know, my assistant and working with me on the day to day? And at the time I had just signed a lease back in Costa Mesa. Um, I did not want to be in LA. Like, you know, I didn't want to live in LA. Um, it was going to require me to move from Costa Mesa to LA. And I was like, this is just a lot going on, but I also see like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like here we are, you know, fast forward, same thing, met this guy through basketball, we develop a friendship. And then all of a sudden there's, there's an opportunity to now work with someone that you've looked up to. And it's like, no doubt about it. I know I have a lot of logistics to figure out, but like, I got to do that. Like I got to do that just on yeah. some like life leveling up. Mm-hmm. And so beginning of 2019, I, I moved from, from Costa Mesa uh, to Koreatown. Um, and I started working with, I just showed up at his house every day, eight, eight, eight and nine o'clock. Um, and just, you know, my, my desk was his dining room. He had his office and we literally were just back to back, just working with each other. And, you know, he taught me so much about the business and you know just it wasn't a traditional like you're my assistant I'm your boss and he told me that from the jump he was like it's gonna be different we're friends and there's gonna be times where we need to separate the friendship and like I'm gonna he's like you know I'm still working on navigating that and it's gonna be an ongoing process Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a way for me to kind of teach you um, you know everything that's out there and he handed me the script uh, of Boogie, um, you know, that, that, that winter break before I even accepted the job. And it was like 130 pages and it being like 90 something. Did he give you the script? Like, read this, like you, this is you, or he gave it to you kind of like, Hey, um, hold this for me. Like, yeah, yeah. He, like he, he gave it to on, me. Assistant, hold yeah, my stuff, you he know? basically gave it to me. It was just like, this has been a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. I wrote this, uh, you know, I don't care if we do anything else in, in 2019. All I want to do is, is, is make this movie. 
It's been a dream of mine since a little kid. And like, that's all I want to do this year is make this movie. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, I don't care what we got to do, but like, this is the direction. So I want you to just read it and just understand it and just know the story. And like, this is going to be an ongoing thing throughout the year. We don't know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but like, this is kind of our beacon uh, that we want to get to. And I was like, cool. I'd never seen a movie script before. Never knew what it looked like. Never knew how to read one. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to read it. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say. And he was like, just send me notes. And so my first note back to him in my email is like, Eddie, this kid is me. Right. And I thought it was so dope that someone had written a script about an Asian kid playing basketball. And it reminded me, you know, my first initial thing was like, it just reminds me of like, you know, all the basketball movies I can think of, you know what I mean? Like you just start to think and like, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know all the hip hop stuff was going to come in there and all that, but it was just like, I see this as, as just a, a, such a cool moment. And the fact that you have written this and you have started like, this is, this is dope. And so I sent him notes about the whole thing. Like I knew what I was talking about with the movie script. I just made some stuff up and send it to him in an email. And, you know, fast forward, we'd always, he'd always joke to me about like, Hey, I think you should do this. I think you should read for this part. I think you, you know, you could play this kid. And for me, I'm a, I'm a pretty laid back and, 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 and chill person. I was just like, no way, man. Like, you know, being in front of a camera, doing the whole movie, it's your first movie. Like I could be on, I'm not going to mess this up for you kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's a respect thing. Like you're finally going to, you you know, potentially have this opportunity. Like I, I, I'm not the guy for that. And he slowly kind of chipped away at me, but he was just like, yo, I think you should do it. I think you should do it. And I was like, if you want me in the background, like on the team, I got you. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> I got you. I can make the more, I can make the basketball kind of realistic. Yeah, you know, yeah. I could actually be getting another Asian kid on the team. And he was like, fine, 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 fine. And so, you know, yeah. fast forward to June. He's pressing you. He's pressing yeah. because we finally, we get the green light meeting with the studio and so at the time I'm, I'm assistant and mm-hmm. I'm going, I set up the presentation for what we did. I'm meeting these executives at the, at the studio. Um, and all my job was, was to just hit the right arrow on the keypad for like the next slide. Right. We go through this, this meeting and the pitch meeting. And, you know, four days later we get a call back and him and I are just in his house, um, chilling at the table and he gets the call and it, the movie gets greenlit. And it's just sitting there and like, I'm just so happy for him. Right. This is something that it's been like three or four years in the, in the works. No one wanted to buy the script. And like, mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole nother set of hobbies. Who wants to buy a story about an Asian basketball player trying to make the NBA? Like yeah. It just doesn't, no one's going to make this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, what's crazy about like kind of just fast forward to it. It's like, Whoa. Like when I watched it and it was like, same thing. Like you said, when you read it, it's like, damn, that's me. And he made me mad. Maybe I didn't have the same like a potential in high school, but that mentality, you know, the vert, like a version of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, mentality you're, is- you're, it's not the same journey as boogie, right. but it's like, you know, a sub, like a subsidiary version of it. Exactly. And know? everybody can relate, whether it's Japanese, mm-hmm. Taiwanese, Filipino, mm-hmm. any type of, you know, Asian, you know what I'm saying? Person that we, we, we know that story. Exactly. And the fact that like, Eddie got to tell that story mm-hmm. and you got to play the, you know what I'm saying? In that's way, what's crazy. That's, man. What, like, that's what's crazy. And you know, going through your life experiences as a Japanese uh, American, how did you relate to, um, cause you didn't play a Japanese yeah, character. Yeah. But like obviously there's relations there. Like how did that play a role into just your upbringing and, and being either being that guy, like being boogie, mm-hmm. like w- what part of your you know, childhood was like super easy to like, correlate or even was like hard to, you know what I'm saying? To, to match up with that character. For sure. I think for me being a fourth generation, you know, Japanese American, I didn't, I didn't deal with a lot of the, like the disciplinary stuff that I feel like an immigrant, a typical immigrant kid might go through Right. a first generation immigrant kid. And doing the movie allowed me to learn more about that. I was aware of that experience. Like I have two of my best friends, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, come from immigrant families. Um, And like, I saw it, like I saw what, it's not like I saw him get, you know, spanked with bamboo or nothing like that. But like, you know, we would talk as as kids and like, you know, you observe and you know, like when you go to like your friend's house, it's like their house runs a little bit different than our house. Not that it's bad, but it's just like that house is different. This house is different. And you start to see kind of the different intertwinings of everything. Um, But for me, it was more just like, basketball was never a, my parents were never like, don't play basketball. You know what I mean? It was never that conversation of just being like, you want to play basketball? Like what you better, you better give me 12 good reasons on why you want to play. You know what I mean? Which I feel Which like happens in a lot of other households. It, it does. It happens in oh yeah, almost it does. any type of, even, even if it's not basketball, it could be a creative 
outlet. Mm-hmm. You want to be a photographer or whatever. They're oh, like, art form. They're, they're like, like, what? No. You're not going to go to medicine? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a nurse? Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. So, yeah, no, I, I get that. So, you you were encouraged, though. I was. In the sense so that's I good. was encouraged to, yeah. to just not dedicate yourself to something, but, like, you yeah. know, push for something. Find something that you enjoy um, and push for it. And, you know, there, there's crossovers within the journey of just being, you know, an Asian American and navigating, uh, you know, a journey through basketball and, you know, understanding the the road bumps that come with that and the lessons that can be taught, you know, through the game. Um, but it really just the experience allowed me to learn about, you know, another person's culture in, in such a, a different way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of doing the live action of, of, of doing a movie role, but then also just kind of like understanding like, why someone's kneeling to apologize. Right. You know what I mean? Like why, why we, you know, talk to the ancestors, why we do this. And it just, it gave me more of a baseline of stuff that like, I, I didn't have much time with my grandparents, mm-hmm. um, you know, here. And if it was something that like I could go back in time and, and, and do, I would love to just be older and spend more time with them and just, you know, really download uh, from, from, from who they are and, and what their origin story was. Yeah. Um, but this experience kind of duly just maybe, you know, I, I foundational pieces that get handed down um, and it just kind of further deepened my knowledge within like, you know, Hey, that is something that you can believe in. Yeah. Uh, that is something that could be a foundation, a pillar uh, for what you want to do. Um, and it was more so recognizing the similarities as opposed to being like, damn, that's so different. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, <clears throat> we really do things like very, very similar to each other. Yeah, and it's and, pretty amazing. And and I love like, like with regards to the movie, man, I think the most important thing about it for me uh, watching it is that it's a teaching moment mm-hmm. in a sense of, especially just what's going on in our culture right now, right? Mm-hmm. Society wise, there's a lot of kind of hate and anger and, and, and really all that's really attributed to is just ignorance, mm-hmm. like not knowing. Mm-hmm. And so when you come across a movie like this, basketball or not, you're learning about Asian American traditions, immigrant stories. These are very super just int- um, important stories that our culture and society need to see. 100%. Like, yeah, regardless of Boogie gets a contract, it's not about that. It's not about, the, it's just about that, um, like the reasons why. Yeah. And there's so many parts in that movie that I just love to see because it's, um, there's probably kids, there's probably ki- you know, kids emailing and reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, like, you know, have you gotten that kind of family or that like love outpouring of like, dude, that is me. Or thank you for showing me that this can be, you know, a possibility. A hundred percent. There's, yeah. there's kids that are, you know, I, I might, my, my IG DM box is, is, is crazy. Um, you know, they're kids that are like, Oh, I just saw Boogie and this, you know, this meant X, Y, and Z for me. And like, this is huge. And this is major. And, you know, congrats. I'll always be a fan. And it's just off a of pure, just like seeing an Asian person, mm-hmm. you know, up there. And, you know, for me, if I was younger and I saw this movie, um, this would be really important for me. It'd be important as a young kid to just see like, damn, like there's a, there's a, although very apparent to me growing up in the Bay Area and same for you, like Asian Hooper wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't a, uh, like, damn, that guy's Asian and hoops. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's, y'all, there's too many of y'all almost, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you guys are all over the place. And so I think for a kid that just grows up that, you know, may feel alienated or may feel different or may feel just out of place, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, trying to figure out the, the grounds of, of, of what they want to explore. Um, I think it's, it's a, it's a cool thing just visually to see, yeah. um, you know, wow, you know, there's a, there's someone that looks like me and is, you know, doing something that I enjoy. Um, and it doesn't even have to be like the basketball portion, really. It's right. just really just seeing, you know, an Asian face. That's just like, wow. And my stories is all just normal. I'm a normal ass dude. You know yeah. what I mean? And you don't need to be super super exceptional in order to do exceptional things yeah Mm -hmm. and that's that's really like inspiration because in a lot of times it kind of goes back to you know um even just like the journeys that we're on Mm -hmm. right we're all on different paths but then whether it's food here or whether it's you know you know apparel or different things you know the 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 common ground that we all exist in is just kind of this basketball mm-hmm. it's like love of the game mm-hmm. or, and so like, that's why it's super important that, you know, I tell homies too all the time, like, don't stop playing ball. Like, you know, that's when you kind of give up, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, we got to keep it going somehow. Yeah, you got to keep that fire going. got to keep it going because it just allows, and that's what we try to pass on to like kids and our kids. And, and, you know, whenever, whenever I do coaching or whatever like that, it's like, you know, 
I'm not saying make the league. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you shoot for shoot the, the stars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But w- through that, it's like, man, you, you can learn so much through life. You, you meet people and 100%. you get to work with so many people. And I, I think that's like such a dope story to see because then in learning about your story, mm-hmm. Eddie, um, and then seeing seeing it on screen, man, it's like I just I just text the homies and my brother, my brother kind of similar story. I have an older brother. He played ball, mm-hmm. and he kind of had like you know a bigger basketball experience. Like he was getting recruited and stuff like that, and um, you know he got to play against like you know back in the days he was like going up against like Keith Van Horn and guys like that. Got right? it. Got it. And so as a little brother, I was watching that and seeing that, and then it's just kind of like other homies who've gone to the Philippines to play. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's like a little bit, and not really a spoiler alert, but there's kind of like, you know, in the movie boogie, there's a whole, uh, kind of a challenge about like playing here or playing overseas. Yep. And from the Filipino perspective, we don't have that dream to make it here. Mm-hmm. It's happening a little bit slowly now because there's a little bit more players coming out, but it's like, Oh, just be good enough to make it in the Philippines. Go back to go, go back and to play the, in the PBA. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of the thing. It's yeah. like, so everyone's goal was to like, bring players there and growing up I was like yeah that's dope like I even I went over there just to try out because everyone else was trying out mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. go see you know mm-hmm, like let's just mm-hmm. see what's up and uh and I I like to say that because you know the goal is to kind of like you know like let's shoot for bigger let's try to make yeah. you know the NBA let's 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 try to get here like I would love that that's why like um I don't know if you follow like NCAA right there's a mm-hmm. uh, Who's a kid for UCLA? Juzang? Yeah, 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 Juzang, yeah, yeah. Right? That kid is nice. He's nice. He's a yeah. bucket, man. And he could go to the league probably now because he showed out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, but yeah, I just think the opportunities of seeing that face mm-hmm. and relating to that. It's all about, it's all about representation, man. It is. And I think a lot of, not a lot of people can see it, but it's changing, man. Mm-hmm. And I think movies like Boogie, your role, and just like even you as a person, because it, all of it is extensions of us. It is. And so it's like, yeah, it's a movie role, but I really feel it from a sense of like, this is you and your story. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like kind of just help tell your story in a way. Yeah. It's really just kind of like about goddamn time. You know what I mean? Like that's how I really felt. And when I did the movie, I didn't think about like, damn, this is, you know, this is such a big moment. This is this. It's kind of just like, I got to focus on that art form. So now being able to sit back in a chair and, and see how it's all kind of shaping out. It's like, wow, I knew it was always bigger than me, mm-hmm. but like you never understand the gravity of, of how big it could be. And now it's starting to kind of blossom and, and, and nourish. And you're just like, wow, this could really turn into something. And this could really be a, a moment. And if we look back in five to 10 years, like this was part of that, yeah. you know? And it's like, not to be like, Oh, I was, I, that was me. That was, you know, that, that's my, that, that, that's my movie. It's, it's like, nah, like this just really yeah. kind of just, it, it, we, we, we turned the oven on, you know what I mean? And I really hope that it gives a, a voice or a power to other creatives to now start telling the the real authentic stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, not just because I'm a part of Boogie, but being that, you know, observer, that, that third eye on the wall, when I first got the script, it was just like, you know, my head went to like, oh, that's me. But it's really just like, there's finally something that's not your stereotypical Asian male lead that's happening here. Like it's yes. the dude is not a doctor. The dude yeah. is not a scientist. Right. The dude is not a nerd. The dude is not a, a Kung Fu guy. Like yeah. this is legitimately <laughs> yes. a character. And it's something that like, I'm like about goddamn time because it's just like, we're involved as, as Asians, we're just involved in other stuff. We're not just in these boxes. Not mm-hmm. all of us are, are, are super good and have comb overs and, you know, or, or super rich, like crazy rich Asians. You right, know what I mean? Like right. that, that lifestyle is, is not relatable to 90% of us, you know, and to see something that is relatable on, on so many different levels is what I think is, is kind of the, 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 the best kind of art that we can put out there, you know, at its purest form, uh, because it's authentic. And I wouldn't, without any real acting experience, I wouldn't be able to play anything else besides just an authentic character because I had to just tap into like, what was it like when you were 17? What were you like when you were 16 or 18? And like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like thinking about it. I mean, you're not, you're not a trained actor, right? So like about that, it's kind of, you know, you just got to be thinking about this is me. I just got to be myself. Right? Mm-hmm. So h- how did it coming from the Bay area, you know, did, was there anything about like being from New York that you, you kind of had to add to there or just more or less like, not just kind of just, it was kind of stay in your pocket. Yeah. It was like, don't, don't do the fake New York accent thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just kind of be you. And yeah. it was really just buying into the fact that like being you actually can portray this character pretty well, yeah. you know? And like, that's, what's crazy is like, when I look, think about it now, it's kind of like, 
Eddie indirectly wrote this script almost about me. You know what yeah. I mean? Not now he didn't write it for me. Right, he didn't right, do anything right. of that. But it's just like I couldn't have written a better thing for myself. You know what I mean? Like this is maybe I changed it to California over New York. Right, right. You right. know what I mean? But like yeah. other than that, like this is literally something that is like no pun intended, tailor made for me. Yeah. Like it's it is legitimately yeah. you know something that you know, Eddie usually takes the words out of my mouth and something I want to say and says it the right way. Um, and it's like, this is literally something that I don't think I could have written myself. Like, yeah. this is just a, a perfect kind of glove fit. Um, and understanding now that like all my friends that, that know me, they know basketball version of me. They know regular me. They're like, yo, no one else could have played this but you, man. Like, you got to really understand yeah. that. And there's a very that's, handful of people that, and that's that could God do given. it. That's God given, I feel like. You know, I feel like there's so much... Um, Sometimes we're on our paths and we, there are signs mm -hmm. and when you, when you read them and you pick them up, it really shows that, Hey, this is really what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I'm supposed to be telling these stories. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be creating this art or mm -hmm. doing this thing, mm -hmm. speaking this because that's too much. Like it's so, you know, it's too many things lining too up many, and too many things, yeah. man. I mean, you know, and, and, and again, it's just kind of like, um, it's really important movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's an important movie because I don't know if you're ever going to see another Asian American basketball movie like that. And I don't know, man. I mean, it could be the start of something, but I don't think it's going to be. No, no, I, don't, no, I think no, so. In, in no. a way, it's history. And it, yeah. I would say that. Yeah. You know? um, and it's so crazy, man. Like, I, I have so to crazy. say so. And I, I don't want to go too much into the movie because I don't know if it's like a spoiler alert thing. Mm -hmm. But man, there's a lot of digs at Jeremy Lin, though. I will say. There is. I will say. And there then is. at first when I started hearing them, I was like, kind of wait what like yeah. but once you watch the movie and once you start to feel what your what the message is i think it makes a lot of sense but like yeah. you know um being being asian you know we kind of we 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 hold uh those moments yeah like lynn sanity was such a moment for asians 100%. It, it didn't matter if you were 100%. taiwanese japanese filipino we were like hell yeah sun yeah. was going off it was like it was the most amazing like week or month or whatever however short it was yeah yeah of basketball for me is just like that was like you know forever you know etched in my mind mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um i don't think a lot of people understand that but but i will say like in the movie you know there's a couple digs at him yeah in a sense of kind of like so can you i, I want you to talk about that like in terms of the, the the Asian American what we view them as or what 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 that message is like trying to come across you know I think what I'm without really giving too much about the yeah, movie I really. think the big thing is is like we don't want people to like this movie just because we're Asian mm. you know and like oh well, there's an Asian person and like you get super bright eyed and it's like oh like you know I'm just gonna watch it because he's Asian or I'm gonna watch it because like it's an Asian story it's like the same thing with, with Jeremy Lin it's like we all enjoyed Lin Sanity right. we all enjoyed seeing Asian representation in the league um, but I'm not just gonna automatically be your biggest fan just because mm -hmm. you're in the league you know and for me as a as you know when that was happening it was kind of just like damn like this could be our guy you know what I mean like this could be our our one guy that could you know have a spot in the league and you know from the bay like exactly pretty from, crazy yeah. you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean like what like what better story um and all that I really remember outside of him having that week or month or whatever the stretch of the insanity was all he talked about was Jesus and just like, I thank God. And I have no problem with that at all. It's not right. saying I have a problem with that. It's just like, you could be such a big voice for us as a community, mm -hmm. you know? And who am I to say now sitting here and being like, yeah, you got to speak up. And if you don't speak up, then like, we don't like you. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's really just like, the moment was there. And the, the jab at him is just, you know, in the movie, I don't want to give it away, but the jab is just like, yo, man, like all you talk about is, is Jesus and nothing about culture, nothing about, you mm -hmm. know, you know, anything that could have been kind of the introduction, right. you know what I mean? Kind of could be what, you know, boogie could be for the culture, you know what I mean? And it's just like, that could have been a moment. Yeah. And, you know, I don't hate the guy, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Of but, course. It, but it's just kind of like, yo, man, like that was something that I think, as a as a movie, it, it's just just like we're, we're we don't want you to show out because it's it's just an Asian story. Mm -hmm. Like there's a real story here. There's a a a definite authenticity, uh, you know, streamline that is present. Yeah. And whether you're Asian, you're 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 black, you're white, there's something that you can relate to in this movie. Yeah. You're an immigrant. You're a basketball fan. You're from New York. Um, you know, there's just real characters yeah. getting captured. And, and and that's the thing. It's like you know 
go back to New York basketball movies, right? Above the rim and, and or any other kind of New York, you know, basketball movie. Now that, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a cool thing about it is that you're just seeing it through an Asian lens in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, but, but the, the, the issues, the problems, the, you know, whether it's racial, whether it's just like, you know, whatever, you know, issues it's, it's, it's global, man. It's, it's anyone, global. like you said, anyone can relate to it. And I think that's what's really dope about it. Um, but, but seeing it through that lens is important. And, and it's kind of just going back to the Lynn thing is like, I think that we are in a different time. Yeah. Right? And so Wait, hold on. Were you a fan of his, of Jeremy Lynn? Yeah. I was a fan of that moment. If, okay. Okay. But like, I, I don't want to say like, I don't have a Lynn jersey. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, tons yeah, of jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a Lynn jersey, but yeah. like I, I ride with it because of that moment of got what it. it represented. Of it just represented the underdog. Thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I go back to, I, I do agree with what, what the, what that, that's why I said when I first heard it, I was like, mm. but when I saw what it was, what the story was, what, why that was is important because like you said, at that time, because I say we're living in a different time, I don't feel that. I feel like sometimes they may suppress your voice. Yeah. And maybe he was kind of like, don't speak on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe, yeah. you know, but, but now the way that our society is, it's like, it's being uplifted now and we mm-hmm. can speak about it, right? Mm-hmm. So now there's like different platforms that we have and it's more, honestly, it's more encouraged to speak out. Now I feel like if you're not speaking out, it's in a way- Frowned upon. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, you have nothing to say? Yeah. It's like, but just a few years ago, you wouldn't dare allow us to say these words. 100%. And so that's, I think, it's kind of just a more of a cultural shift too. Mm-hmm. And maybe just kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't, you know, um, I wasn't really, I was watching it for the for the spectacle of it. Gotcha. And just the representation of it. Gotcha. Like, the Asian kid dropping game winners? Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, but not really thinking of it in a sense of like, Oh, didn't real I, I didn't I don't really watch like I didn't realize he was only saying this about mm-hmm, that. But mm-hmm. but I know what I know, but I know the message. Mm-hmm. It's like as as we as we elevate, right? As a community, um, from different as we uplift each other and now that there's you know, globally it's like this kind of there's a lot more hate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't understand us. They don't they understand don't. your story. Mm-hmm. And so that moment could have been like, Man, you should have just spoke up a little bit and helped them understand, you know, mm-hmm. what it is. And so mm-hmm. that's where I get what the the but that's where we're here now exactly that's why boogie is here now that's exactly. why exactly. you know maybe these platforms that we have and we can share these stories because they need to hear that they do kids need to hear those stories and respect to him now like he's kind of sure. he's speaking out on Exa- stuff you exactly. know what i mean and so like exactly it's just kind of like you know okay hey maybe he wasn't ready it's cool it's cool exactly. you know what i mean it doesn't matter like when it happened it just matter that it happens yeah you know and like that that's that's the best part mm-hmm. i think about it yeah for sure and that's probably like you know that's just growth man mm-hmm. i mean who knew that was gonna happen? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And so now we're in this. We're in this times where I was gonna ask you, like, you know, now that you're kind of sprung in the spotlight, mm-hmm. lead actor. I'm sure is, is a lot of different projects coming up that are just like, whoa, coming coming your way. Like, is mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. How, what, what's next for you, man? Things are coming in. Uh, things are flowing in. For me, it's like there's, it's like understand there's a launch pad in front of you, and it's really just like you're gonna hit that launch pad and. It's up to you how high you're going to jump off that that launch pad. Um, technically, you don't really have to go anywhere if you don't want to. But should you want to, there's something there. And I think as this continues to grow and kind of fester, and, you know, during COVID times, it's a little different and a little weird. But it's yeah. like as this continues to grow and fester, um, you know, there's things that are rolling in. And it's just about thinking about what's the next best move, you know. And for me, my mentality rolling into it is carrying the same like willingness and openness that I had to, to do something that was, you know, something I never, I never thought about acting a day in my life. Mm -hmm. Never even had dreams of like, damn, it'd be cool to be a movie star. It was really just like, I'd never have given this more than five seconds of thought, you know? And to, to flip that on its head, to go through the whole experience, it was just like, you know, you have to get in touch with yourself. You have to know yourself really well. Um, you know, I think to, to, to portray a character. Um, but really it's just like, I learned so many lessons and, and, and things about myself doing this that like, I don't think I would have gotten those lessons had I not done it, you know? And so now going forward, it's just like, I'm seeking those, those, those next steps. And it's Mm -hmm. like, damn, like, you know, I never saw these lessons coming my way. What are the lessons are out there? You know what I mean? And, and just remaining open and seeing, you know, Hey, I'm going to hit a launch pad and I just want to, I want to make sure I move forward with it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like super important in, in anything that we do as people is we could sit there and talk about things and dream about things. But really I think unless you do them, Mm -hmm. 
mess up mm-hmm. and succeed or whatever. You mm-hmm. gotta just go out there and do it. And I think I think that's like one of the reasons why we've started this show. Yeah. This podcast, this this evolution of the brand is like, yeah, we we've done that. We wanna keep going and show you that you could do more mm-hmm. and be more and kind of step up and be, you know, and, and 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 have an awareness for yourself and also share that voice because a lot of people can relate to it. Yeah. And I think that's just like what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling from a lot of different brands, from different people. Yeah. And and again it's like it just goes back to that that element of of um kind of owning yourself and mm-hmm. owning your voice and owning just your, your space your space and being being that you know um that element you mm-hmm. know and and, and really sh- we got <laughs> we, that's a, uh, amazing yeah we got uh we got some well, fans they see they they want to know the story too <laughs> she, <laughs> she heard downstairs yeah. she's like I, I, love this, I love these guys stories man <laughs> but um but yeah man no i'm just super inspired by the journey mm-hmm. and how basketball is kind of always the root of a lot of things that positive things that happen in our lives 100 and from from running a little jersey shop little jersey company from from you reaching out to we can make some stuff for your clothing brand yeah and then, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, after a couple of projects, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you know, so we see each other and in, in just kind of elevating and growing. And so it's just a beautiful kind of like um, kind of mesh and meeting of the minds. It and is kind of like, you know, we help each other build, man. 100%. And, and that's like that's like the one of our favorite things is really helping small brands come up, big brands and do and, their thing. It's, and like, I don't know if other people have told you, but like being a small brand, we'll just call, I'll call myself a small brand. Yeah. Like everyone that I had talked to previously was always just like, don't do it. That's like the, they're like, I was like, what can I get some advice? Like there was a sick little uh, shoe shop that used to be in Alameda called district. And they used to carry like streetwear yeah. and all this stuff. And used to be at the most fire shop. Mm-hmm. And the dude that owned it was always there. And like the first thing I was just like, do I want one of these? Like, how did you do it? What's just like, what's your story? And he was basically just like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's clothes. too, it's, it's hard. It's too much work. It's hard. My best advice. And it's probably really good advice. Like, don't do it. Like it's a lot, but it's like, yeah. as a kid, you're just like, that's not what I want to hear. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to hear like how you did this because I really want to do that. Yeah. And so when you have someone like yourself that can cultivate and understand like young brand, new brand, I'm going to treat you the same as I would the NBA. I'm going to treat you the same as this. I'm going to yeah. treat you the same as any big box, any big name, any celebrity, whatever it may be it's really comforting to just know that like I'm getting the same attention to detail yeah. as, as, as said person. And that's how it should be. It yeah. shouldn't matter who you are in yeah, your face. Because you emailed me like 38 times a day. <laughs> Right, <laughs> like yo, what's going on, man? What are they looking like? Is it color what's, cool? What's the progress, man? Can I see the in- yeah, yeah? But no, but but that's that's the beauty and the attention to detail that we want to put into our products, mm-hmm. into our just um, care. It's, it's it's important, man. Because so, like, real quick, man. I did. I definitely want to like kind of um, real quick. Uh, there was a there was a point you were talking about your brand. And I want you to kind of um, the brand is called Toto, mm-hmm. and it stands for little brother, little brother, little brother. And so kind of just quickly talk about that real quick. And I just want to hear about the, the, the brand formation, this essence, and then kind of like where it's at right now. And what, you know, we're in the young, like we're in like the baby steps kind of, kind of section uh, of life here, but really, you know, the logo and the meaning of it is really just my experience. You know what I mean? And like being that little brother, being able to, you know, have, you know, actual little brother, but just having mentors who've been five, 10, 20 years older than me kind of take me under their wing. And for some reason want to show me you know, either the bigger thing in life or the bigger thing in the situation um, and teach me these lessons is I've always felt extremely, extremely grateful. And there's only so much of like, thank you. I appreciate it that I can tell someone uh, before I'm just kind of like, there's another way for me to kind of pay it back. And, you know, going forward, I'll find another little brother for myself to, to then hand it off to and and let Mm -hmm. it do its thing. But it's like being able to creatively processed and go through a creative process and, and using clothing, um, as that medium, um, as that medium has always been just something where it's like that I get to kind of be myself there. You know what I mean? Like this is something that I own. Um, my, my thought process on what I've put out is just straight up looking in my closet, just being like, what do I need? And what do I not want to pay for? You know what I mean? I'm tired of paying $60 for a shirt that doesn't fit me right. You know? And I know that I'm not at that 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 
step yet, that, that level of being like, you know, I'm going to custom make everything. Um, but that's the growth. That's the growth that you go through in life. And like, I wouldn't want to step out. And the first thing I have is a, a cut and sew brand and I'm figuring all these like small little logistics things out. It's the process. It's yeah. like, you got to go through the, the ugly growing stages. You know what I mean? And that's just like in life, like you got to go through hard lessons. You got to go, you know, run through walls. You got to take the leap of faith a little bit. And it may not be always what you wanted on that, on that other side, but that's growth and you're going to learn from it. And I've almost learned more from a bad thing than I have from a good thing. You know, like the good thing is the adoration and the positivity that comes from it. The bad thing makes you take us two steps back and, and reevaluate like, wait, I can't be misstepping that way. You know, I got to really have a, a, a thought process in, in how I'm going to attack that, you know? And so the brand is, is a way for me to connect back to my love of sneakers. Um, I, I love shoes. I'm kind of done collecting per se. I kind of just have like the hits that I want, but like having that experience of waiting out and camping out for shoes and understanding, you know, what they mean and the moment, um, was just a cool way for me to, again, be, you know, I feel like I'm diving deeper into the basketball culture as well too. And I'm interested, um, but it's a way for me to just have some inspiration and then communicate it and to go through the process of, of sketching something out and just being super high and thinking of ideas and you know like <laughs> yeah, you're just, just send like, me those uh, those I'll random sketches, sketches on, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean I tell everybody that's like dude you don't got to be a perfect designer you don't even have to be a designer I'm not even a designer I mean either in that sense but you know creative minds and stuff and it's just you got to get that 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 word out that voice out mm -hmm. and that idea out and then when it comes into a tangible product into something you can wear and share and, hold. And, and and give and just kind of tell i think that's like the biggest the biggest point about it and and that's what that's what i love about just kind of seeing you know not even not, not even just being an asian brand or just being an asian you know mm -hmm. leader of a brand or of a creative or whatever it may be but it's just that like you, you start we're starting to see that there's so many of us that are usually behind the scenes yeah. that are running creative direction for a lot of, lot of big, big, big things. 100%. And so, you know, that's kind of the thing that you were saying about Eddie, right? Bring it back to him about I thought you just did food. I thought you should have Bauhaus and these shows, but like, why are you really in this thing? Yo, he, and he really showed me like, right. You, you know, he told me like, we're going to do like mo most people's year is like, you know, this is what their year looks like. Like I do probably like three to five years in a year. Yeah. And like, I didn't, at the beginning I was like, I don't know what the, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, uh, what? Yeah. A year's a year. But literally I saw him go from like host an event mm -hmm. to, you know, photo shoot or photo shoot to this thing. And it's just like, this dude is just nonstop, but it shows that you can have your hands in all different buckets. Yeah. You know, you don't want to spread yourself too thin, but it's like, you but don't you also want to sell yourself short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can do all this stuff. And 100%. You just gotta, you know, be, be mindful of it, be, be attack it and be, be happy, be positive and also just like learn, man. And I, that's, what's inspiring. So it's like, man, just kind of hearing the story and kind of understanding that like that launch pad is right there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, we're going to come back to this conversation in a year, two years, three years. And it's going to be like, damn. You remember when I'm we like, talked about that? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you was doing this? Yeah. yeah. Now you're like, nah, yeah, I'm too big for you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not, nah, not man, even, not even, not even. I'm a big person on like... I hate when, I, even when I played basketball, I hated when people were like, man, you're so good. Cause it's like, what do you say to that? Like yeah. as a, you're just like, thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, it, it's almost like a weird, it's like a weird thing with the success. I'm just very like, I, when, when the movie came out, all the people that were around me were all my childhood friends from That's fourth or fifth up. grade. And That's it was just up. like, I duly kind of wanted to celebrate, but it was more for like, they were like, man, your movie's out. Like, it's crazy. And it's more like, yeah. that's a celebration for y'all. And like, I need y'all around selfishly to just remind me and ground myself again of just like, this is where you come from. This is the people you have around and this is all you really need. You know what I mean? You don't need all this extra, you know, glitz and glamour stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not cut from that cloth and don't, don't try to change your fabric to, to fit in that way. Like that's the biggest thing that I've seen in, 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 I guess Hollywood is like, you can really just carve your own lane and yeah. you can trailblaze it. You can do things this way. You could do things that way, but like it doesn't have to be so far off the cuff that it's like this next best thing, but it's like, you can do things your way. And in life, it's kind of like, if I could go through life doing things, how I want to do them with respect and with, you know, the, the traditions and the, the pillars that, that, that come from my family and culture, then it's like, that's all I want to do because that's putting that out there uh, yeah. without it being like smashed in your face to just be like, this is how I do things. And this is our tradition. And this is our, you know, this is our culture. It's just, 
it's like we're gonna slowly introduce these things just by naturally doing them yep and people will recognize yeah i yeah. love that man it's just about taking our traditions and passing it forward mm-hmm. and doing it our way man and mm-hmm. i think that's like such a uh, such a big thing with me personally and and then i see that you know what i mean with this journey of yours man and so i'm just grateful for this opportunity man that we could sit and rap about this 100 you know what i mean i think uh, again every like you know boogie is out you could you could stream it i i went and Amazon Prime, I believe yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, so run that up. Run that. You know what I mean. Support. Uh, watch it. It's actually, you know, it's it's a really important film. I think mm-hmm. it's important for a lot of different reasons. And so, watch it for yourself, man. You know, Taylor, talk. You know, if you, you know, run run it through. You know, some last words. Tell them where you can find you. Yeah, yeah, brand, yeah, 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 The movie. Yeah, 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 What's yeah. next? Just kind of, you know, give me one last like. Uh, the brand is ototoclothing.com. Uh, right now, I swear to God, I'm just like a glorified like back of the t-shirt like back of the van t-shirt guy um eventually we'll switch over everything will go to the site everything will be everything has kind of moved right now mm-hmm. off of like word of mouth yeah. and like everybody's support is that's i'm how so everybody grateful. starts man yeah that's how it yeah. starts and so you know i think that's important it's cool to do like some old world shit in this like super technology ass world you know what i mean but it's like cool just to like it's literally just been you know word of mouth through texting through friends through mm-hmm. posting and it's kind of grown organically and it's like we'll take the next steps and next steps are in front of us um and we'll continue to you know distribute and tap back into you know basketball and street culture and just stuff that's inspired me um but yeah i mean i'm in orange county if you guys want to pull up and play basketball it is what it is you know if you want to challenge me it's cool you know what i mean i'm ready two two, one two Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) meet us at the park you know what i mean we'll roll one out put your money up (laughs) no so um but yeah man it's just continue to do stuff and you know hopefully you know we can get back together again and and have another conversation in the future man we will we will for sure again thank you so much appreciate your time man and uh good luck with everything thank you bro i appreciate you for having me that's right Thanks for listening. This is a Knowledge Podcast presented by New Jersey Sets. Please subscribe and share. Uh, we got a lot more coming in store, so again, thank you for listening.